Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome to the first episode of 2023. Happy New Year. I'm so excited that you guys are back. I'm excited to be back. I mean, not that we've gone anywhere, but, <laughs> but it's a new year and new year is, you know, means new things, new beginnings. And so I'm so excited to just be in this new year with you. And there was no better way to kick off this new year than with our guests that we have this week. If you guys are familiar, which I know many, many of you are with Elizabeth Parsons, um, purely Parsons is what most of you probably know her as through Instagram. Um, she is just a wealth of information when it comes to health and wellness and homeschooling and Jesus. And so those are the things we're going to talk about this week. And there's no better thing to talk about, of course, than Jesus and our families. Those are, those are, that's where we'd like to park most of the time. And so we are kicking off the new year big, and we are so excited that you are here with us for this, uh, the beginning of this journey. But before we get into our conversation, I would love to say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward his creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. All right, Noah and Elizabeth Parsons, welcome to the first the, the first time to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. This is the first time we've had you on and it is such an honor to have you with us. Um, so welcome. Thank you Thank so you. much. It's an honor to be here. Yeah. Thank you. And Abanella, welcome hey, back. Hey, glad to be here. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should have like, I don't know, confetti. Like I should have <laughs> had <laughs> something, right? Totally. You know how in, on your iPhone, you can like hit that yeah, when you're texting confetti. somebody, you can hit the confetti thing and it throws stuff. I don't know. Uh, I anything. like the kazoo things that you blow and they whack, you know, like your kids get up close <laughs> to each other and they whack each other in the face with them. Right. right. If if we had really thought about this, we probably should have had like New we Year's hats on or We should have right. been prepared. Right. I'm, I apologize. But we're all just coming off the holidays, so give us a right. break. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, as I said, with New Year's, um, it just is the beginning of so many new things for every one of us. And so we want to talk this week about a couple of things where we just, I, I see that us as homeschool parents, we often need to renew ourselves in a lot of different ways. And of course, our minds always go straight to like renewing our health and wellness and taking care of our bodies and the way that we eat because we've just spent the last month and a half gorging ourselves and eating pie and candy and snacks and cookies and all the fun things. And we're trying to figure out exactly how to get ourselves back on track or on track if we haven't been on track. And so we're going to talk about that. But before we talk about that, I want to talk about how we can renew ourselves spiritually and just get on track with the Lord. But before we talk about that, I would <laughs> love for the Parsons <laughs> to introduce to us your family, who you are, what you guys do. Absolutely. Um, so I'm Elizabeth. This is my husband, Noah. He, um, him and I have been married for 13 years. Um, I always get the, the meat versus the married mixed up. Um, so we've been married for 13 years. We have five kiddos and they range in ages from nine to two-year-old twins. Um, so we stay very busy just in the fact that we have five children. Um, but on top of that, we also homeschool and we have a small homestead, um, chickens and some dogs. Um, 
and we live out in the Texas Hill Country. Um, we're very passionate about a lot of different things. Um, so we're excited to talk about some of those things today. I'm so happy to have Noah with me. It's it's always yeah. so fun to have him on podcasts and I love it when he comes and, and joins me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're glad to have both of you together. We were talking about that before we started recording saying it. I don't know that we, other than in the studio live that we've had a husband wife couple come on together at the same time. And so this is really fun to have both of you because I think it's important to get the perspective of both mom and dad, husband and wife, and you know what the Lord, because he shows us all different things and we mm-hmm. all have different passions. And, and ultimately um, he creates us to do it together. We're one. So we're raising the yeah. kids together. We're doing life together. So that's I right. mean, why not? Right. We're all in it together. We're, we're one. We, doing need this more, thing. we need more men like men to, to be vocal about these things. So yep. yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. For sure. Well, like I said, I want to jump into uh, just renewing ourselves in this new year spiritually and what that really looks like for us, because I feel like we can kind of get into this slump of, you know, after the holidays, we've been so busy and it, it often seems like the busyness can overwhelm us, but it can also overtake us. And so um, I, I'm, I'd like Noah actually to kind of jump on this first and talk about how we as Christians can renew ourselves in our walks with the Lord and then pass that on to our kids. Yeah, definitely. That's where it all starts, right? Is with the Lord, like everything surrounds um, that. And if, if you don't have your foundation, right, then everything else is probably going to at some point fall apart. I think uh, for us, the phrase that comes back to me a lot is having a family altar. It's kind of an old phrase, but it's like, you know, a family is the most basic unit before God. And to have that altar just means that, you know, we remember him and everything that we do. We remember that we owe it all to him. You know, our salvation is through Christ and he provides for us. He watches over us. He protects us. And so we want to bring him those first fruits of our dedication of our, um, you know, you know our, our resources, our time. And that starts with us individually because I have to be walking with the Lord, you know, daily. And Elizabeth has to be walking with the Lord daily. And, you know, we can keep each other accountable to a certain extent. But, you know, if we don't have that desire, first and foremost, to be walking with him and to beginning to know the Lord more in a deeper way, you know, it's an up and down um, journey. It can be, but we have to remember who we love the most, and that's Christ. Noah, I love that you said that because as I was thinking about this, the thing that I was thinking, you know, first and foremost is our relationship with the Lord, which is exactly what you just said, you know, reading our Bible, spending time daily, not just when it's convenient or when we find the time because that time never comes, but being diligent to read our Bibles daily, spend time in prayer and grow in our relationship with the Lord because if we're not doing that, we can't pass that on to our kids and just giving him our first fruits. Like you said, I mean, there's, we don't, we don't want to give him the rest of us, you Mm -hmm. know, at the end of the day when our heads are hitting the pillow and we're just so exhausted and we have a little tiny bit left to read one or two verses, but really just digging into God's word. Right. And sometimes that looks like that, that means doing it with our kids. You know, Elizabeth, I would love for you to jump into this as well and talk about how you as a busy mom with five kids, and you've got two-year-old twins. I can't imagine how busy you are. How do you find the time to 
nurture your relationship with the Lord on a daily basis? Yeah, it's it. There's an ebb and flow and there's different seasons where, you know, with five children, there's you go through newborn seasons where you're up four to five times a night and it's not realistic to wake up before your kids because when you wake up, they're already awake. And so you really have to find those moments. And like you said, including your children in your time with the Lord and even including them as a part of your time with the Lord, sometimes that's what it looks like. Um, I love being able to wake up and open my Bible first thing in the morning. It absolutely sets the tone for the rest of the day. I can feel just, you're just, you're feeding yourself and then you can therefore pour into your children. Um, It just sets the day off on a completely different path. Um, But I am very, very, um, passionate about also teaching our children what it is that we're reading and, and letting them understand the why, not just this is what we believe, but this is why we believe it and really involving them in Bible time on a daily basis. Um, reading the word, learning hymns, um, is, is a huge part for me. I love teaching my children hymns because they're so rich um, and verse memorization, things like that, where you're also learning at the same time. I'm reading, I've, we've been reading this children's Bible for the last two years and I've been pretty consistent with it. And I've learned so much, even just from this children's Bible that is teaching my kids. And it's amazing the things that they even retain, like Mm -hmm. we'll be talking to them about stuff and they'll be like, Oh yeah, that's what happened. And we're like, Whoa, like, that's amazing that you remember that they really, really like hide these things in their heart and they remember them and they recall them. And so I just, um, it has to, it's not just a checkbox, you know, it's not just a box to check. It's, it's, it's part of our life. It's part of our whole existence. Totally. I also think being able to do that with your kids. I mean, the two, two different things, one doing it with your kids, it really gets us back to the basics as well. Like sometimes we have to preach the gospel to ourselves again. You know, we get so far in our walk and to be able to go back, like you said, and and read that children's Bible with the kids, it just brings us, it kind of strips it all down and brings us back to the story too. It's a blessing to do. And I also, um, we, I don't have little kids like you do anymore. Mine are a little bit older, but, um, I really felt like in that season, it was like the fish and the loaves, like God knew the amount of time that I had that five minutes and he really blessed it, you know? And I think that mom, moms with young kids need to not feel that guilt of I'm not getting my hour before the kids get up. You know, God's going to, God looks at the heart and when we're seeking him and when we're giving him what we can with the time that we have, he's going to grow that and the fruit's going to grow from that. So um, I really like that you said that It, it looks different in each season for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's not, you know, we think of quiet time as quiet. My quiet yeah. <laughs> time is never quiet. Um, I have often multiple children at my feet or mm-hmm. needing things. And the Lord, like you said, he sees it and he mm-hmm. He knows our hearts and he knows that yeah. we are giving what we have. And yep. it's just, yeah. it's a heart posture of coming to his feet and giving him our day, um, even with little ones around. And that And what a model that they can see us. I still remember growing up seeing my mom Mm -hmm. kneeling at her bed, having her quiet time. And that's something that's imprinted. And I just, you know, that's something that I want my children to remember as well. Yeah, good stuff. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? 
Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC Math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC Math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Noah and Elizabeth Parsons and Abanella, of course. And in the first part of the podcast, we were talking about just renewing ourselves spiritually. And it's really fun, you know, when we podcast because we take these commercial breaks and we actually do. I mean, like we get to talk in between the the commercials and um, and it's so neat to just get to hear the heart of the people that we're talking to. And as we were talking, Elizabeth, you said something and you were talking about surrounding yourself, you know, as, as part of just growing spiritually and um, just getting getting through this this amazing journey of motherhood, surrounding yourselves with, um, with other like-minded moms and with our spiritual mentors. And that's so important for us to do that. Talk on that for just a minute. Oh, I think it's so important. Both, you know, somebody that you look up to surrounding yourself doesn't just necessarily have to be somebody in person. Um, it can be, you know, people that you listen to. We are influenced in so many different ways. Nowadays, we have so many things coming at us and, you know, we each have our own cup to fill and what are you filling that cup with? And I think it can be so easy to fall into the trap of the victim mentality of motherhood where your kids are seen as a burden. And um, we were specifically just a minute ago, Abby and I were talking about teenagers and kind of how the teenage phase of motherhood is viewed. And she was speaking life into that and saying like, it's not true. Don't believe it because my kids are still very little. Teenage years seem very far away. Um, and I was saying like, that's awesome. And it's so important to surround yourself with women who are in that phase of life, the next phase of life, and even a few phases of life ahead of you. Um, I have, a, a dear friend that I was actually meeting with for a good chunk of time, like probably two years straight where we would meet every single week on the phone. It's a, an old friend from, I'm from Alabama and she is, um, I don't want to say her age, but she's an older woman. So yeah, you, so you've got to be the, careful. Yeah, <laughs> it's the, the Titus, you know, the Titus model yeah. of that. And so yep. we would just meet and we would we would have a Bible study together on the phone and talk. And and oftentimes my, my children would be in and out. And it was it was such precious moments for me for mm -hmm. her to pour into me and for me to glean wisdom from her. Um, and, you know, then also me to be able to to speak to her as well. And so that was such a, a really, really pivotal part of mm. that part of my life. And I, I hope to be able to do it again. Once we had twins, it was just like, <laughs> madness. <laughs> I, it was crazy. But um, so finding a spiritual mentor, if you know yes. somebody in your, in your life is great to meet on a, on a regular basis is awesome. Or if you don't have anybody 
in person. If you know somebody that's far away, that's the, the blessing of, of the, our technological world. Um, but then, you know, be very mindful who you follow online. Be very yeah. mindful of the podcasts that you are listening to and the, the church that you go to even mm-hmm. um, can have a, a mindset around, you know, children, you shouldn't hear children in the service. Like, no children. Like that's a, that's a great sound to hear a baby crying and to hear moms wrestling around and seeing moms nursing. And this is all good stuff. And so just be mindful of that. I love to hear you say that Elizabeth, because as someone online who a lot of people look to and follow, um, for these young moms to hear that, because like you said, it is Titus too, the older women to the younger. And we see a generation now where everybody's online looking to their peers and they're all influencing each other. And we've completely lost. I mean, I wouldn't have made it through those younger years without somebody 10 years older than me, walking me, talking me, encouraging me through it. And, and now I have the older women above me and then I'm able to breathe life. And so to hear you as a younger mom who has a huge following, you know, encourage moms to say, Hey, you know, it, it isn't where, I mean, we're doing this together as peers, but to go to the older women that have been there that can encourage you, that's really the mandate given by God is the older mm-hmm. to the younger. So that's so encouraging um, as an influencer to hear you, to hear you say that and bring that back to a biblical truth. That was something that I encouraged you to do. Mm-hmm. And that was just because, you know, it is biblical. Mm-hmm. You see that in, in scripture where it talks about, you know, the older women to encourage the younger women and vice versa. And that's something that I've found as well. Uh, luckily it worked out for us to, you know, find the same family essentially, you know, where I was a married couple and, and they did some of our marriage counseling actually. And, but we kind of grew distant um, after we moved away and I was like, no, we need to have that. You know, we need somebody in our lives that has gone through more of life, you know, with mm-hmm. the Lord, you know, that's something that, is you know something that we don't have as a blind spot and yeah. um it it's been very uh useful to both of us i would say yeah that's awesome that is that shows so much humility yes. in you noah because i think as women it's kind of in our nature to desire that we want that older mama to just wrap her arms around us right. and and be that role model to us you know be that titus to woman but Often for men, I think a, a lot of times men are like, I've got this, right. you know, I, I don't, I don't, and I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not putting men down at all. I'm just saying it's, it's different. Like we have different natures as men and women. Um, and so I think that's really amazing that the Lord has shown that to you and that you really focus on wanting to have someone in your life as well, who will mentor you. And I think if we had, if, if the younger dads and younger husbands, especially had older men who would mentor them. I think we would live in a very different world today. I think families would be more intact. I think that men would be leading their families differently. Uh, They would be leading them better spiritually, but oftentimes they don't know where to go. They, you know, who, who do you find? And, and there are so many, there's so much garbage out there. Well, in this day and age, you hop online and you can follow, you you follow the person that says what you want to hear rather than the person that says what you need to hear. And I think that's a little bit of the danger of, of getting all of our wisdom from Instagram, you know, is that we need that flesh and blood person that tells right. us what we need to hear and points us back to the Lord. Yeah. Amen. So, so Noah, if you are talking to a young dad right now, a young husband who doesn't have that in his life, what would you say to him? 
I would How say does he find that person? You have to start, you have to find a good church. I mean, there, there are churches that offer that type of mentorship and, you know, as like a program, but, you know, ideally it's your own father, but a lot of us don't have that, you know, neither one of us have that kind of relationship with, with our parents where that spiritual leader would be our own family, you know, where we have that close connection, which is unfortunate, but that's, that's the reality for a lot of people today. And so we really want to be that for our kids. You know, we see like some things that, you know, were, were maybe not the best for the way that we grew up in. Like we really want to be that for our kids. But as far as, you know, a young dad finding that it has to be a priority, you know, it's all about making these things your top priority. If, if things are a priority enough in your life, you'll find it. If you, if you, you know, the Lord, the Lord will provide that for you. If, if that is on your heart and you pray for that, and that is your intention, he will, he will provide that for you. Absolutely. Okay. Because yeah. it is biblical. And I mean, at the very least, um, I think it's important for men, especially to follow good uh, biblical teaching. Mm-hmm. That, that's something that I really enjoy is like, always having a, a message on if, if, if it's something that I'm doing, you know, where I can multitask, you know, yeah. it, it, that way, instead of, you know, getting the latest financial this or sports, or whatever, you can actually be saturating your mind in something that's wholesome and, and good. Not that I do it hundred percent of the time or I'm perfect. Sure. You know, I, I have other interests too, but that is a lot more beneficial than listening to sports or, you know, financial or whatever podcast. If you can listen to just a message and, and start to learn things and, you know, doctrine and biblical truths. And so, you know, you can learn it indirectly, I guess, is the short answer. If you can't find somebody, a mentor that can talk one-on-one, then you can still get good doctrine from good biblical teaching. You want to share, like, who you like to listen to or where you find most of what you listen to, because you can go online and find anybody, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there's a lot of different guys. I, and I don't agree hundred percent with everybody I listen to, but somebody I was listening to the other day was somebody named Francis Chan. And he was talking about children. And I think this is kind of on topic is we've talked about this before is like how, you know, their children are a blessing to them. And like, mm-hmm. that's been a goal for us is like, we want our children to be a blessing to us and not that they're not a ton of work and that we're perfect parents. (laughs) We're definitely not. And they are a lot of work and we fail every day. And, you know, it's just, it's, you know, there's always days that we could like, man, we we really could have done that better. But our goal is that our children will raise them up and they will be a blessing to us, which means that they will learn how to work. They will learn how to be respectful. They'll learn the importance of, you know, the Bible and how much we respect that. They'll learn to, um, you know, tell the truth and, and, and have honesty. And, and I guess we go places and people see that and we're like, we don't feel like we have great kids because we're like, man, you should go see these other friends that we have. Like, <laughs> yeah, our kids are really good. Our kids are really good. You think our kids are good? But I guess, you know, compared to a lot of the kids that they see, our kids are well-behaved and respectful. And so, you know, at every age, we want to raise them up and continue to have that relationship with them. Uh, and hopefully they all, you know, know the Lord and, and get saved. Like that's the most important yeah. because at some point they're gone, you know, that they leave the house and then you don't have uh, authority over them anymore. And more and more children are leaving the house and leaving the faith. And yeah. 
you know, yeah. look at the reasonings behind that. And I think right. it's ultimately a failure of parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We send our kids to church and we say it's youth, it's the youth group's responsibility to teach them. And right. it yeah. couldn't be farther from the truth. Right. No. No. Or we send yeah. them out of the home, you know, more hours a day. We send them to school all day. And then, yeah. I mean, not yeah. us, but the, the, Ameri- the average American sends them to school all day. Then to youth group Wednesday night, church Sunday, and we can't figure out what's happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I love it because, you know, what you're talking about, uh, Noah and Elizabeth, is leaving a legacy for our kids. Yeah. And that's exactly what we are called to do. You know, I mean, God was not silent about that by any means. And so we are called to leave a legacy for our children. And so you're being intentional about doing that. And, and so are we, and that's why we do this podcast because we want to leave that legacy for our kids. We want to raise them up in Christ likeness and point our kids to Jesus every chance that we have. And so one of the ways, of course, we do that is through homeschooling. So we're going to come back on Wednesday. We're going to talk a little bit more about just renewing our homeschooling. And then we're going to get into some health and wellness um, talk and just how we can renew ourselves, our, our physical bodies in this new year. Um, so Noah and Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can people find out more about the Parsons? Um, I'm mainly active on Instagram at Purely Parsons. We also have a website, www.purelyparsons.com. Um, I have a shop there where we do 100% um, organic DIY elderberry kits. Um, I've had that business since 2019, and we actually just launched a bunch more products there back in November. So we're really excited about those as well. Um, we're just truly passionate about products that are truly non-toxic, not just greenwashed. Um, and so, but yeah, they can mainly find me at Purely Parsons on Instagram. So 2019, so you were elderberrying before everybody was elderberrying. <laughs> I was elderberrying since like 2015. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to change your name to Purely Elderberry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being with us. We'll see you back here on Wednesday. Have a great day. Bye. Mm-hmm. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.